Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are live in McDowell County. Here's... Power to give life unto the image of the beast. So a lot of the things that you're hearing come through images. So there's a beast that wants to give life to itself in the image of the beast. This is Trey Smith of God in a Nutshell, and I'd like to point out that this video was blocked in, in all territories in its original form, apparently revolving around clips from the Satanic Church or a black mass done on the front steps of one of your political buildings. I'm going to instead explain to you what those clips were at the portions where those clips were in this film. Enjoy the video. That the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast or the people getting down on their knees and bowing down to something. For those who wish to, we will now kneel for our moment of silence. That would not bow down and worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he caused all, this is the beast, both great and small, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or their foreheads. Let's go a little further. When Elias Broberger goes to work, he doesn't need ID. He doesn't need money. In fact, much of what he needs to get through the day is hidden right there, just below the surface, in his hand. And that no man might buy or sell. These words were written 2,000 years ago. Think about it, guys. Save he who has the mark. You heard of the smart mark? Embedded in his hand is a microchip that serves as his keys, his ID, and his wallet. Yeah, it's all in chip, so I just would like to get around the building. Buy snacks. Yeah, exactly. He said, he who has wisdom, let him count the name and number of the beast, and it's 666. Uh-huh. Well, jump forward a few years in the 1980s, when I started coming out with some of my first products uh, that we were manufacturing for automotive. Right. I had a problem being able to break into the retail environment, you know, like Pep Boy, Napa, Big A, AutoZone, that sort of thing. And this is in the 80s. This is the 1980s, yeah. I'd like to point out, we've gotten many emails and notices. This has just become ridiculous. This is the Garden of Nutshell website on many um, different browsers. It shows up differently particularly it seems like on the the google ones have trouble for some reason it's a new phenomenon we 
reading the site, um, as well as a variety. Some, some browsers will allow it to load perfectly. Also, if you set up an, well, here's the bottom line. We're just pray for us over at God in a nutshell. This has really been going on for months, and it seems like it's becoming more and more intense. If we, if we know that the lender is the master and the borrower is the servant, who did the United States borrow $2 trillion from? Right? I mean, think of that. So whoever lent the $2 trillion is the master, and that puts us as the servants. It's the biggest ever, ever approved in Congress, $6.2 billion, $6.2 trillion. So, you know, we used to get used to the billion. It used to be million, then it was billion, now it's trillion. And uh, it's going to go a long way. It's going to make a lot of people very happy. Mitch McConnell, please. Yeah. And I happen to feel that the lender is going to demand repayment. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of works that way. So, but a lot of things that are that are happening right now. Are, for example, there's control of the media. There's mm-hmm. you know blasting manipulations at you. There's con- Henry Ford printed a list of twenty things on his cars. Okay, so Henry Ford had found out. Walk me through this. There was there was another um, like the coronavirus point by point system to to attack Americans and to to change Americans into to take the freedoms away. Yeah, and the prosper and part of the prosper brings freedom as well because I've actually got two technical people that have been full time working on the site. They're both men that love the Lord very much, and um, I'm beginning to think that the problems are not natural. They're something else going on. I read articles this morning that Elon Musk, as well as Bill Gates and others, are complaining that they're um, uh, that they've been personally hacked by what appears to be. Um, some significant set of hackers somewhere. This group, who Henry Ford was warning against, warning everybody, he said, this group says amongst themselves that they plan to take over our money system by creating a bank that they own and by, at the same time, bragging that they own and control the most powerful thing ever controlled by man, the media. And so um, I met with a man who is the purchasing agent for Napa, Auto Parts, who is in uh, just north of Atlanta, in Peach Street, and um, I said, "How how do I how can I sell you guys? Because you want the product." He says, "Well, you need to get involved with the Mark system, <laughs> right?" <laughs> so I said, "Well, how, how do you do that?" He says, "Well, basically, you can't buy or sell without this Mark." I mean, this is exactly what you're saying. This is 1980s. Yeah. Let's buy some snacks. So, so I can't open it. No. Okay. So what I need to do is I need to first lift my chip and it will log me in. And from there, I get access to the fridge. Popular TV shows like Black Mirror have imagined chips as part of a dystopian future. Install ingrain procedure with local anesthetic and you're good to go. In Sweden, the microchips are already here. And I said, how do you mean? He says, well, basically, they're going to assign you a number, your company number, and the prefix to that number that they give you is going to have a category. So, so it'll be a prefix number saying the category of your company and the number of your company. Here's what he's about to show you is a barcode on something. Like there's a barcode on the back of this. But there's barcodes on that. This is where this started. Yeah, so but now you fast forward to today. Which have made cash pretty much obsolete in Sweden. No cash. At this tech fair, a chipping event for those on the cutting edge. Now here's yeah, got a now here's a good there. example. This is... Uh, Nestle's Coffee Mate. And not that there's anything wrong with this. No, nothing wrong. Here's Nestle's Coffee. These are two different products from the same company. Now, let's look at their barcode. 
or what it was called to me a long time, of the universal product code. And I counted them. I go, well, there's three numbers missing. If this is the second number and this is the next to the last number, what are the three that are not identified? And then um, she didn't want to talk about that. Well, I, I kind of figured it out. And, and I challenge you to do this at home. It's pretty interesting. Look at this very last number. Two skinny lines close together. And you notice that number is also the very center two. Two skinny lines close together. You see that? Merging their hands with this new technology. I thought it would be fun, right? The process is simple and swift. A pinch of the skin, and in a matter of seconds, the chip is inserted. The transformation is complete. Huh? And this also happens to be the very first two lines, two skinny lines close together. So if you look at Revelation, it says on the right hand, the right hand mark, look at any product that shows where the number six is, and you'll find that these two skinny lines is six. So it goes six, company, six, product, six. Kind of a multi billion dollar coincidence i thought in the future do you think everyone is going to be chipped i think it will be voluntary but i am certainly convinced that millions of people will find it very very valuable to have a smart device under their skin human microchipping may be our future now when this was being put in place in the 1980s and on into the 90s there was a there was a, a big data bank put together to keep track of all buying and selling using let's say a credit card or debit card because it was recorded so every time you bought something with um, electronic money it recorded who bought it what time you bought it and what you bought on your receipt so they could track that right and you know where that was <laughs> the information that Tell was stored me. at the united embassy building the first and second floor in brussels and that computer's called the beast it's just the image through. of the beast right <laughs> yeah it's really interesting now the extraordinary processing power of supercomputers is put to use doing big number crunching jobs like weather forecasting, climate research, finding new drugs, or modeling jet engines. Yeah, so my would you take a vaccine? No. You do a lot of health stuff. Would you take a vaccine? No. Now, I can't. Why, for you personally, why wouldn't you? Well, first, I, I never have. And secondly, once I learned more about it, I didn't want to. And I know that's everybody's choice. I understand that. That's right, I want to keep it that way. When we had our children, we have we have a seven and ten year old right now. Um, and actually our youngest. Why would you feel uncomfortable giving them a vaccine? Well, this is what's kind of weird. So we're sitting there in front of the doctor. Imagine if you're sitting in front of the doctor and he brings out this really cool little vial, little, little bitty thing. Right. And, and a you little say, vial full of stuff. And yeah, a little stuff. And he wants to squirt this into your kid. How many other studies did you have that you used the border fetus to squirt? Oh, I, I don't remember how many. You're, you're aware, are you aware that the one of the uh, objections to vaccination by the plaintiff in this case is the inclusion of aborted fetal tissue in the development of vaccines and the fact that it's actually part of the ingredients of vaccines? Yeah, I'm aware of those objections. The uh, Catholic Church has actually issued a document on that which says that individuals who need the vaccines should receive the vaccines regardless of the fact and that uh, that uh, I, I think it implies that I am the individual who will go to hell because of the use of aborted tissues which do, I am glad do you know, to do and if I was to take this vial Mr. Doctor and drop it on the floor and it breaks your 
required to evacuate the office and part of the building. Right, but what's in the basement? Right, but it's okay to squirt it in my kid, is that what you're saying? Okay, so these clips here that I'm about to play you, these are censored clips that I'm, I'm commenting on, I'm doing a commentary on, that... Um, the black mass was told that uh, apparently he has more favor than uh, the rest of us, including in the clips. That's what I was playing, is that these, uh, uh, I guess, Satanists or Luciferians are stating that right here that they're sort of like the Black Lives Matter people. These ladies are stating uh, that they're really upset that their rights are not being observed. They need special privileges because they're just trying to worship Satan at the Capitol. There's a lady that is about to be praying in the name of Jesus who came to the state capitol and, and was crying. Here she is. And she just said, I just wanted to tell them about Jesus in these clips. That's all I wanted to do. And the police are going to come. So here's the police. So praying is called protesting for her and just saying, I wanted to tell them about Jesus. The police are going to grab her and pull her to jail. Whereas a man dressed like Satan that was over there harassing her, I guess, or whatever, and as it looked like was mocking at her, is not going anywhere. They're going to be escorted to the state capitol where they're allowed to have their pentagram and they're going to do their, uh, almost seems like the thing the comedian Will Ferrell did on his yeah. satanic ritual-looking thing that was supposed to be funny but looked kind of creepy. Here they are in your state capitol doing their, their satanic worship. Dr. Reingold is betting that herd immunity is how this will end. If we're starting with a population where no one is immune to this virus, which is what we assume. This is writings from the group who loaned this $2 trillion to the U.S. government. This is what they're writing amongst themselves about us. About us. The cattle. The cattle. The cattle in the herd because it's herd immunity during the coronavirus we want to achieve. Again, this is protocol number one, and the opening protocol, the author here is telling his audience, the other members of the same group that he's in, right, in Europe. What I'm about to set forth, then, is our own system from the... You know, guys, there's a little clip of uh, some things that I thought I wanted my listeners to understand is they have had this chip they have created I think when I started doing my research years ago I've been I researched down for days you know and what I do know is whenever the chip was real big it started being talked about real big was in 2012 I remember I was living in a trailer park out in Macy's Trailer Park back in the day. It was the name of the trailer park. Yeah, I had my boy and the, yeah, it was just my boy I had at that time and I was married at the time. I ain't gonna speak her name on here or nothing like that because, you know, that's her privacy rights and ain't my right to do all that. But I will say you know, I did my research. I was on that computer for days. It'd be times I'd wake up, I'd go on that computer, would not come off that computer till nightfall, you know, because I was just 
taking in so much information and learning so many different things that our government has done to us and we just don't realize what has happened to our world and you know all I should have done in my life was worried about picking up that Bible pick up that Bible but no my butt was too worried about the other stuff the worldly stuff <laughs> than to worry about what was going on around me you know it happens you know you can't turn back time I wish you could but you know if I could turn back time I'd change a lot of things in my life and do a lot of things different than what I did you know uh, I've got a lot I've done a lot in my life and been through a lot, you know, and life is, you know, I'm just trying to make the best of it what I can anymore to guys. That's how you, that's all you can do in life really anymore is just make the best of what you got. I mean, if you don't, you're going to be miserable. And... <clears throat> It's getting kind of scary with the way the times are going now that this coronavirus has kicked in and they're wanting to go cashless money and everything. And that just pushes, that's why I played that video, a short video for y'all, is it's pushing a new system coming in. And if you ain't got a chip, you ain't buying or selling. Well, you know what, motherfuckers? I'm going to tell the government this whenever that shit happens. I'm going to the mountains. I'm going to take my bow. I'm going to kill my own food. And I'm going to live on my own. And I ain't going to be supported. I'm not going to fall into the fucking bullshit that this government's trying to push y'all in. I don't know what y'all don't get about this, but this shit's getting serious. And i really think people need to start thinking about homestead a little bit you know being more independent not worrying about oh word let's go to the grocery store get our meal now let's go to the fucking woods and find the fucking meal you know i'm sorry guys but i get worked up whenever i get talking about how things are going because right now i i'm about determined to just pack my shit head to the mountains, build me a little shelter, and live there, and wait this shit out. Because <laughs> once it gets serious, it's going to get serious, and it's going to get bad. I know there ain't no escape to what God's got planned. I do know that. But, you know, if I happen to live through tribulation, I'm going to try to live the best way I can. I'm going to be up in them mountains, hunting my meals, trying to ignore what's going on around me. And that's going to be the hardest thing to do when, you know, in the end of times, the food is going to be scarce. You know, animals ain't going to be around like people think. I mean, things ain't going to be the way people think. You know, right now I'm thinking, oh, I'll just hop my ass to the woods and Build me a little PTP and be happy on a creek bank somewhere, you know? And yes, that would make me happy because, some, you know, 
I, I keep living this life in the media and the world and you know I got my own podcast I'm in the media you know I'm, I'm subject to the media because I got my own podcast system but you know I'm using my system to, for good to warn people about things talk to people about God there's not many people out there that's got the balls to do it anymore you know everybody has forgotten God and I really think it's fucked up how everybody's forgot God when God's the only reason why we've prospered so much in America. It was God that we were based on. What is happening to America, guys? All this freedom speech, uh, rights movement, Black Lives Matter movement, I mean, all this crap is just getting to be a bit much. And now you can sue anybody over anything. It's just getting a little bit ridiculous, guys. I don't understand why people can't just sit back and think, damn, life has changed. You know, just sit back and think that, guys. Just Let's take a silence for God. A silence for prayer. Nobody speak for a minute for God. That was a nice silence, wasn't it, everybody? God deserves to have all of our time. But, you know, on His days... We're going to do, I'm going to do a God, a silence for God. A silence for you to pray your prayer that you need to tell God throughout your days. You know, guys, I'm just a good old country boy, come from the south, raised from the south, and, you know, I, I just trying to live the simple life. I ain't got a whole lot myself. I ain't like up church rich as hell and doing great. You know, I hope my podcast could get that big, but we will see one day. <laughs> All right, guys, I, you know, I talk a lot of crap in my, you know me, guys. Uh, I'm a good person. I mean, well, I ain't never got a bad tension in my heart. Unless you do me dirty, then maybe we will. <laughs> but that's anybody. Like I said, I'm a good old country boy. Raised from the south of good old Asheville, North Carolina. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, my mom and pa was raised, born in Cali and raised in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, my brother and sister was born and raised in Asheville, North Carolina, as well as me. 
my mama and papa are deceased. I got another papa on my dad's side that is deceased, but my other mama is alive. Granted. But that was a little story about my life. Um, like I said, I'm just a simple guy that gets, that takes the time out of my day to run down to my basement to do a podcast to, you know, try to make a difference in this world. That's what I'm trying to do with my podcast. And I want to do a shout out to my sister and my brother. I love y'all. And my mom and dad, I love y'all. I want to do a shout out to my woman. I love her. And I want to shout out to her kids that I love them. And I like to shout out to my my kids out there in the world, no matter where y'all may be, that God keeps y'all strong and sturdy and your heart right. Hopefully y'all grow up to be good people. It's the only thing a dad wants out of this world is their kids to be a good person. That's all I ever wanted. But, you know, I, my life, like I said, I was previously in a marriage that ruined my, my, my last marriage ruined my life. You know, I had a DSS case before then, and then my, my life ended up to where, without giving too much detail, it, I lost my kids. I ain't been with my kids in a couple of years. It's been hard. And people just don't realize how hard it really is until until they've been through it. You know, I used to be like that motherfucker that thought, no nah, shit, that shit will never happen to me because I'm better than that. You know, I'm better than this. I'm better, I'm better, yeah. I thought that. They showed me I wasn't better. It don't make a fuck who you are, man. You give people a chance to ruin your life, and they'll do it. And they'll destroy your life. Without any questions. That's the sad part. Like my testimony could be hours long. I, you know, my life, I wished I could get a job to where I travel place to place telling people about how my life was. If I could ever get the sponsorship or the opportunity to drag my life from the way it is now to what it used to be. You know, I used to be a hardcore person. I used to run the streets. I used I used to be one of them top dogs. Yeah, you talk shit to me and you got your ass beat. You know what I mean? Quickly. If I didn't do it, somebody did it, you know? It was one of those top lives. And I'm not proud of my past and my path I took. Dear Jesus knows I'm not. I've been in shootouts. 
I've I've had a lot of gangster stuff. I've been through a lot of gangster stuff. I've handled drugs. I've dealt drugs. I've sold drugs. I've delivered drugs. I mean, guys, when I tell you I'm a simple person, I'm a down-to-earth person. I am down-to-earth as you are. I ain't no down-to-earth as it can get, <laughs> you know. I'm simple, I won't say rebel, but I am rebel-ish. I have rebel tendencies in my blood. And yeah, I, I'm with a black woman. Yes, I'm white. I'm a white man that has a black woman. Yeah, that's a shocker, ain't it guys? I'm doing a bio on my life. Just so everybody can have their own story of my life. Here's my bio and I'm telling you from my, for myself. Hopefully one day this can make a movie, but yes, I have a black girlfriend. Yes, she has mixed children. Her daughter is my daughter. That's my kid. Not my blood kid, but You couldn't tell she wasn't. Her son's my kid too, and I love him to death. But he has a father, and he knows his father, so that kind of makes things a little rocky there, but I do the best I can with that. And my mom and dad, they good old folks. You know, all they ever did was try to make the best of everything, make a roof over her, their children's head. You know, not everybody's the perfect parent out there. Not everybody was always right when they're parenting. I realize that today because I've been down that road myself. <laughs> you know, I, I understand a lot of things that my parents went through in life. I really do now. You know, mom and dad, Kudos to y'all for raising me and my brother and sister because I bet you that wasn't an easy task because I realized how hard it was. I really do. You know, when Christmas stuff comes around, people don't realize how hard it is to come up with Christmas and how hard it is in this day and time when times are getting so hard that you can't even think right. But you got people always pushing and pushing at you and always to do better and always to be there and do good for me. You know, and you always got people on your on you and on you about how your life should be. You know, sometimes I just want to break away from everything and run away and be done with all this because, you know, my life has been rough. I've had a rough life my whole life. Now, not the time that I was living at home, raising with my mom and dad. I'm not talking about that time. When I talk about rough life, it was the time I chose to leave that time. It's when my life changed for dramatically. You know, I got with the wrong crowd. I got with a crowd that I had to get with to make it when I was young. 
Got with the wrong hookups. Kept a roof over my head though at that time. Kept food in my belly, kept me high and fucked up when I wanted to be. Yeah, guys, I had that problem. You know, from time to time, I still struggle from that problem. I, I smoke a little bit of marijuana and drink a little bit of Mad Dog 2020, a little bit of wine, but you know, I'm not, I'm not proud of what I do. I, I really, I'm not proud of it. I, I'm shamed. But in the long run, my life's been so hard. Sometimes I have to stay fucked up the shit I've done in my life. You know, I've held pistols with people's head. I've, I've threatened to kill people in front of their kids. I mean, I've, I've been pretty dog dirty, guys. And this is my testimony. And... <clears throat> not a pretty testimony like I said I'd like to sponsor somebody sponsor me to tell my testimony to kids today you know I, I, I went down the wrong road I was 15 years old getting fucked up partying having a good old time cranking up a barn fire you know me and my drunk ass friends we were 15 years old pissing on electric fences you know, doing the whole dumb shit, riding four-wheelers, you know, having a good old time, right? I mean, letting that wind blow through our hair. You know, I can't count how many times me and my buddies, son, we would be bawling, we'd be getting drunk, fucking getting high, and just bawling down that road. You know, tearing that road up. I went all the way to Virginia with Mississippi. I've been all the way to with it. California, you know, I've been a little bit everywhere, Colorado, Orlando, I mean, Texas, Wichita Falls, Burt Burnett, Texas, uh, Dallas, Texas, I've, I've been everywhere, I've been, I've been quite a places, and then when I was a kid, I used to go truck driving, my dad used to take me places too, so... I've been everywhere. I've been up north, south, east, west, everywhere in my life. And you know, in a lot of my travels, I didn't have to pay for them. You know, a lot of them was work, game-related work. A lot more work-related than game, but that was the time I did travel to go do a game job so I could have $25,000 in my hands to make my life a little easier for a couple months. <laughs> and that it did. I've held, I've held, uh, I've had over $10 billion in my hand before of drug money. Ten billion dollars. That's a lot of money. Back where I come from, there was a gang called the Panthers. You know, you got your stripes, you got your claw one, claw two, and claw three. Claw three means you was high level. I ended up being claw three. You know, in my game level activity, 
clause three, which means Stewart pretty much stated I was the MC. I or I helped create some of the crimes that we did <laughs> just because I knew there was something good in the middle of that crime. You know, there was crimes that went on in this town that people don't know about, you know, till this day. That crime would go to my grave, just like everybody else that was in the middle of that crime. I'm not saying I'm a badass person. I'm just saying I have a testimony and I have a really strong testimony and it, my testimony is hard. It's not easy to hear. You know, I've had a lot of relationship breakups, ups and downs with that because, you know, some of my relationships, I was still in that game-related life and they didn't even know it. Nobody knew nothing about my life unless I told them about it. And they weren't many people who knew many things about what I did in my life. I was a very secretive person. And I want people to understand, I love my family. I love my, my, my lady and her kids. I love my biological kids till the day I die. Ain't nobody gonna tell me I don't love my kids, biological kids. I love my kid, biological kids. I'm a lot of these kids that I'm taking care of now. No different. I don't believe in treating any love kid any different. I don't care if they're my blood or not. If I have to put my love and sacrifice and hardship into raising them, they my kid in my blood, in my eyes. They're my kid. You know, you help raise a kid. That kid's going to be like you. You know, that kid's going to think like you. It don't have to be blood to be like you. <laughs> you know? I'm trying to show this kid, Jackson, that I live with now, you know? Love can come from anywhere. Yes, you have a daddy. You have a stepdad. And both can love you. Instead of fighting it, go with it. You know? Have love from two sides, two men. Have love from two men that can help you in life, make your life better. If I had two men to make my life better, it might have been, been easier for me to escape some things I was running from in life. But, you know, ain't nothing better than being with your biological parents. Ain't nothing better than that in life. I was raised with my biological parents. They never separated or anything like that when I was to get when I was growing up. And I thank my parents for that. That's the one thing I really thank my parents for is get showing me a life that a stable life with a stable relationship home type base. Everything went perfect all the time, but you know, what what home is, I mean <laughs> There ain't, you ain't gonna find a perfect home in, in America. It don't exist. You know. I love my mom and dad to death. I do anything for them. 
you know, I don't visit them like I should. I don't go around like I should. And I don't call as much as I should. But, you know, I'm just the type of person. I'm a loner. I'm just, I'm the type that wants to be left alone. I don't know why. I'm like that. I don't like being like this. I think it's a medical condition. I really do because I think it's a depression thing I got going on. It's not got anything to do with the people I'm with or anything but anybody around me. It's the things I've been through in life that I'm trying to substitute it myself without having to take all this medication that therapists and doctors want to pump in your system. You know, I'm not trying to go that route. I, no, I, I, I'm just not that kind of person. That's why I don't go to the doctor. You know, if there's something wrong with me, you know, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die when God wants me to die, no matter how anybody thinks or how many times I go to the doctor. It ain't going to matter if I go to the doctor every time I got a heart attack. If God wants me to live through that heart attack, I'll live. If I was meant to die through that heart attack, I'm going to die. Don't call the ambulance to save me. Let me pass on to the next world because that's where I want to go. You know, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> give me a hands up. <laughs> you know, that would be... I would rather just go out than to keep fighting. Yeah, I would fight for my loved ones, like my kids or my daughter, my son, and my stepson and my stepdaughter. I would fight for them and my old lady. They would be the people I fight for, and maybe my mom and dad, and my brother and sister. They were the people I would fight to keep my life alive if I had any kind of medical condition. They were the only reasons why I would step in front of a fucking doctor. I ain't been in front of a fucking doctor since I was 25 years old and ain't about to start now. <laughs> I've managed to stay away from a doctor's office since I was 25 from take, I ain't took no vaccines. And you know, I ain't caught the flu like, like some of y'all <laughs> that take the vaccine. I haven't had the flu in a couple of years. I caught one last year. I did catch flu, but, you know, it's been years since I got sick. And I just want people to understand you don't have to have a vaccine to be okay. Look at me, I ain't had one since I was 25. I am 36 years old right now today, living blood strong, you know, cornbread eating, uh, pinto bean loving, <laughs> you know. Ain't nothing wrong with me till this day. I ain't had a vaccine, but still nothing wrong. You know, I got my liver problem that I got going on because I had a bad alcohol problem when I was living the way I used to live. You know, back in the day, my life was 
so different. I was drug slinging and hanging with the wrong crowd. I, I was drunk every day of my, I swear to God, from the time I was 19 till the time I was 20, I think 25 when I got with my wife, ex-wife, I drank every day, non-stop, every chance I could get any alcohol in my system, it was in it. And, you know, I want people to look at me as an uplifting thing. I've brought myself out of that to a time where I'm living and I pay over a thousand dollar rent. I mean, and I'm working, busting my ass every day, working hard as American man. And I want all my listeners to know my time is running out and I'm having to get ready to end this show. But this is my short little message. Jesus loves y'all. I love y'all. Please look out for it. My show, download my show, like it. Find me on all podcasts. Download and like it on all podcasts. Help me out, guys. Get the likes up. I've got 35 downloads right now. I need to get these numbers up going a little higher. I need y'all's help. Please help me. And if y'all help me get my numbers up, I will try to do a show. Find me on Facebook, The Scott Jacobs. And then you can find me on The Scott Jacobs Show. Nice knowing you. Bye-bye.